Hey there, green future growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Hey, everyone. So I just want to remind you that this is the most important time to be taking good notes on what's working well, what's not working well, what don't you want to forget come next February and March when it's time to order supplies or do your design you know, what are your favorite seeds or what do you want to plant more of? Do you want more broccoli? Like you might think I am never going to forget this, but you probably are going to forget it. And, um, a great way to support the green organic gardener podcast, um, would be to get our garden journal. That's got a beautiful butterfly that I took a picture of on our lilac. So it's like a little part of our home and your home. It's got blank pages and line pages and, um, it would really support us a lot. Um, so, but most of all, we want you to have good records. Hey, green future growers, join me on the listen app, invite code green, G R E E N. I would love if you left me a message, you can reach out to other green future growers and other green organic gardener podcast listeners there. And we could have a conversation about what's growing in your garden. What are you eating? Does it not feel good to walk by the produce aisle? It does for me. Um, and if you're not there yet, we'd be happy to help you get there. Over on the Listen app, invite code GREEN, G-R-E-E-N. Welcome to the Green Organic Garden Podcast. It is Friday, July 10th, 2020. It's my mom and dad's anniversary. Um, if my dad was still alive, I think they'd be married for probably 55 years, something like that. And I am excited because I have a guest who's back on the line to talk to us about something that when I went to free the seeds this year, the number one out of 40 people I talked to, I think 36 of them said the biggest challenge they have for growing their garden is deer and keeping the critters out. And that's certainly like something that people talk about a lot. So we have somebody here with a solution uh, I think she even has a 10% discount for organic gardener podcast listeners. So um, here from Deer Busters is Jennifer Smith. So welcome back, Jennifer. Thank you. It's glad to be back. Hey, did you know that I found this podcast? So I'm working for this podcaster and one of my jobs is to like find shows that he'd be a really good guest on. And there's actually a show that's called, I think it's Patient Zero. That's all about Lyme disease. Ooh, I have not show. heard of that. And it was listed as Apple, one of Apple's top podcasts in 2019. So I'm really curious to check it out because it has to be more than just basic science and stuff. Like, I don't know what it's about. But anyway, we're here to talk about what we can do to protect our gardens that we work so hard to grow from the deer that are beautiful and lovely. And I love to see them in my yard. I just don't want to see them eating my flowers and vegetables. Deer are graceful animals. We love them. It's a love-hate relationship, really. And they're beautiful from afar, but the minute they start eating our plants, aka our hard work, then we don't like them so much. And we need to humanely get rid of Bambi and his friends, and I have the solution to make it happen. So what I recommend is Growers need to look into installing a deer fence. It is the most reliable means for deer management, 
but there are a number of factors to consider, such as other animals that are destroying the garden, as well as height requirements. Uh, we, we have experienced a lot of changes this year, being the dreadful 2020 that we know of with COVID-19. COVID-19 has also made changes in deer movement. And so we need to discuss that. For, uh, for the spring, we know that stay-at-home orders. It was great that gardening allowed us as home growers to uh, be able to do what we love outside and enjoy the, the warmer air that we, that we were wishing for in the wintertime. But now we have to worry about the deer that were traveling onto our landscapes. They were destroying our plants because they were fearless of human encounters. So the deer in the spring, they were, so because of COVID-19, deer became fearless traveling onto lawns and gardens in search of food. They knew that they weren't going to see any humans at all. So they would do this and they would continue to do this moving into the summertime, as we know. And so we have a problem. We have a problem that deer patterns have changed. They have not only uh, traveled onto rural settings, but they've now traveled onto urban settings, which they typically tend to avoid. So what gardeners need to do now in the summertime, moving into fall, they need to consider installing a deer fence. Here are a few requirements for deer fencing. Deer fencing, is going to be seven and a half to eight feet tall for best results. Deer have poor vertical vision after seven feet. So seven and a half to eight foot tall is the sweet spot for deer fencing. Furthermore, there are a couple different types of deer fences. There are plastic deer fences and metal deer fences. Plastic deer fences should be used for light to moderate deer pressure. If the deer are more curious than anything, a plastic fence is going to be a great fit for deer control. If the deer are more aggressive, they may chew or dig, or maybe you have rabbits on your property or groundhogs or coyotes that chew as well and may be a detriment to the garden, consider a metal fence. Either way, Plastic or metal deer fences will last about 20 to 30 years outside, and these are what you need for deer management in the summertime moving into fall. It is critical for keeping out deer throughout the year, and this is something that we need to consider uh, following the COVID-19 orders. And I mean, especially where I live in Montana, it's so essential. I mean, it's just so heartbreaking because you think you're getting away with it. And then here comes August and dry summer. And then the next thing you know, the deer are just eating everything in sight that they haven't touched in July. And just, I've had my heart broken several times. Um, not that they wouldn't sneak into the garden right now if they could, but I'm telling you, once things really start to dry out and the grass in the woods starts to get you're going to find deer coming that you didn't expect. And then, yeah, moving into urban areas where they've never been before. Right. You're right. It's just and essential. I mean, it, I, I just, it is. 
we shouldn't it is, grow anything unfortunately. And, and once you learn, you've had enough with the deer damage and getting a deer <laughs> yeah. fence is essential. And it's a way, it's a way to keep the peace with wildlife. We're saying that we know you have to eat, but it doesn't have to be from our gardens. Go somewhere else to find food. Deer have plenty of food to eat in, in forest areas and other uh, landscapes. It doesn't have to be your garden. I would consider looking into deer fencing this season. So do you want to talk a little bit about Lyme disease and why it's not just protecting your garden vegetables, but it's also kind of protecting you too? Did yes. we talk about that once before a little bit? Yes, so we can do that. Um, Lyme disease, uh, if, you're, um, if you're aware, Lyme disease affects over 300,000 Americans each year. It is a debilitating disease that is caused from a tick bite. Ticks are usually on white-tailed deer and other wildlife, but uh, notorious white-tailed deer. And when we allow white-tailed deer onto our properties, they tend to drop deer ticks onto the yard, which is uh, a concern for homeowners, especially those with pets and even small children. It can affect pets, dogs and cats both, and it can also affect children of all ages and adults. It is something that can be controlled, but it can only be controlled with the use of a deer fence. Yeah, I mean, and like, you do not want to get Lyme disease. It is not, is it? It's a really bad thing. You're going to be in the hospital, and just um, I had a friend in college that got it, so definitely not just little kids. Yeah. Um, so, what else did you want to talk about? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's fine. <laughs> and and throw your chain of thought off. No, it's fine. Um, we could talk about uh, deer damage moving into the fall. Just tips to look into. Perfect. As we, okay. Um, so as we wind down summer, what's going to happen in the fall with deer damage is this. Deer, by the end of August, will develop this thick, dried velvet on their antlers. It is uncomfortable and it is unsightly. It is very unattractive. So the bucks are going to try to remove this dried velvet from their antlers by rubbing against trees. This is known as deer rutting. And they do this in preparation for mating season in early September. So once the deer do rub up against the trees, they remove the cambium layer of the tree, which is where the nutrients flow throughout the whole foliage. And this essentially ruins the tree, not just the look of it, but the tree's growth. And so if we wanna protect trees on our properties, we also need to get tree guards and look into deer fencing as well. This is a year round problem and uh, deer are desperate to eat moving into the fall season. So they're going to turn to home gardens as well as trees for uh, food and uh, relief from the dried velvet. So these are things to consider moving into the fall season. 
we saw a giant buck one night who like the velvet was just like coming off of his horns in the moonlight. And it was just like one of the most amazing things I ever saw just dripping there. But part of the reason they're doing it right then also is because they're sharpening their antlers, right? Because they're going to start fighting when they go into mating season. Like, isn't that some of it? Deer become very aggressive and yeah. territorial, and so they are in fight mode. And so that is uh, that is a good point, especially uh, hikers and campers. We may we may be tempted to uh, walk up to a deer and maybe snap a few pictures for uh, for you know Instagram, but we need to keep our distance. They are very territorial. And um, they're also, uh, when they rub up against trees, they're also marking their territory. Mm -hmm. And it's a way of saying, this is where I am. Do not go near me. Do not go near my, uh, my doe and um, my family, essentially. So uh, these, are, these are all important notes to consider in the fall season, for sure. So do you want to explain to listeners what a tree guard is? And like, that's for like fruit trees or any kind of trees that you have in your lawn, right? in your yard yes so uh, a tree guard a tree guard for those that don't know is essentially a plastic wrap that you wrap around the base of young trees typically young fruit trees and this is to protect uh the base of the uh tree from any deer rubbing that will occur in the early fall season it is a plastic polypropylene material that will last about 30 years outside. Yeah, and just you don't want to have your, like your little baby apple trees hurt or anything or just any kind of trees. I mean, um, you want to be protecting them. So uh, anything else that we haven't mentioned today? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, this could just be a short little bonus episode for listeners. Uh, well, tell everybody how to find your website and how to get a hold of you because, am I remembering right? Are you in Pennsylvania? But you ship everywhere, right? I know we that. do. Yes, yes, we're you're good like that. Um, you can find uh, Deer Fence Supplies on DeerBusters.com. We're located in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. We ship nationwide for free, and if you want ten percent off type in the word fences, F-E-N-C-E-S at checkout on DeerBusters.com and save yourself some money while you're getting deer fence. That was perfect. I can use that little clip for a promo right there. Uh, well, Jennifer, thanks so much for coming back and sharing with my listeners about this super important topic and offering my listeners a discount because... Um, especially now that we're pretty much all ordering almost everything online. I can't believe the things I've ended up having to order online after I was doing so good, like March, April, May, I didn't order anything. June and July. It's just been one thing after another. I go to the store to buy something. They don't have it. They didn't have a pitchfork. They didn't have chairs for my kitchen. I had to order those online and I got the nicest chairs. I got to say, I love them, but I never thought it's so wild. I mean, who would have thought that this would have come to this, <laughs> especially oh months later? Well, I even went to Target, bought chairs, brought them home, and was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much I just paid for these chairs that I don't even like, and took them back the next day. And was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I went all the way to a store and took all that and drove Target's like 60 miles from my house. And like, I just, when I got home, I was like, well, I wonder what they have online. And I couldn't believe, I was like, oh my gosh, these are so much nicer and like half the price and blah, blah, blah. And 
I don't know. And then again, the pitchfork thing. I went to three hardware stores in the firehead and up here. No, no, they only had like long handled pitchforks. And I wanted a short handled pitchfork for the compost pile that I can just, I don't know. That's what we've always had. And just, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for sharing with us today and, um, stay safe and have a great weekend. Hey everyone. So I just want to remind you that this is the most important time to be taking good notes on what's working well, what's not working well, what don't you want to forget come next February and March when it's time to order supplies or do your design. You know, what are your favorite seeds or what do you want to plant more of? Do you want more broccoli? Like you might think I am never going to forget this, but you probably are going to forget it. And um, a great way to support the Green Organic Gardener podcast um, would be to get our garden journal that's got a beautiful butterfly that I took a picture of on our lilac. So it's like a little part of our home and your home. It's got blank pages and line pages, and um, it would really support us a lot. Um, so, but most of all, we want you to have good records. You can find uh, deer fence supplies on deerbusters.com. We're located in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. We ship nationwide for free. And if you want 10% off, type in the word fences, F-E-N-C-E-S at checkout on deerbusters.com and save yourself some money while you're getting deer fence. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and remember, grow local.